What's up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. I'm so happy to have you back. Welcome back, whether it is, you know, your 14th episode or your first episode. Welcome to Unfiltered. It is a beautiful day. I'm feeling really good today. I've already been pretty productive. I kind of did some tidying, which always makes me feel better. Like, I swear if I just have a little quick tidy sesh, my brain and my body and my energy and my attitude is just so much clearer and better. So I feel really good about that. I'm burning a candle right now. I'm vlogging today. I'm drinking a little Celsius drink, which has become my new thing over the past like week. Also, I hope you guys cannot hear my laptop like doing that heat thing right now. I don't know exactly what it's called. It's trying to like cool itself off and I don't really know why it's doing that, but I hope you cannot hear that too good um, on the show because it's a little bit loud and distracting and hopefully it stops. So for today's episode, we are going to be getting deep. We're going to be getting into it and we're going to do a juicy Q&A. So kind of like a personal Q&A, just honestly, whatever you guys asked. And there are so many questions about sex. I think 90% of the questions are relating to sex. So I guess this will kind of be, you know, an open, honest sex Q&A slash, you know, other questions as well, juicy Q&A. But I love it. You guys wanted to talk about sex apparently, so why not? So, you know, if you're not being all productive right now, maybe grab a glass of wine or a drink. That could be the vibe for this episode if you're not, you know, on your productive shit right now or driving or something like that that is, you know, not a drinking vibe. (laughs) I'm actually not drinking. I'm just having my little Celsius energy drink today. I thought about maybe cracking open a Truly for this episode today, but I said, I don't know. I decided against it and I decided, you know, let's just continue the productivity train for the rest of the day. And then, you know, maybe tonight we can have some wine or whatever. But before we get into all of the juicy questions, we got to do, you know, our intro, our weekly catch up, our bops and flops, all of my favorite things to chat with you guys about. So first of all, I have to shout out our reviewer of the week and that is Avery Apple Peach. Avery Apple Peach, you have a great username. <laughs> Love the creativity. And you left the cutest review, and I appreciate you. I see you. So if you guys ever want to be our reviewer of the week, all you have to do is listen to an episode and then leave a review on the Apple Podcast app of our show. And I read them every week and I pick a new reviewer to shout out, shout out your name, and hopefully just let you know that I appreciate you and I appreciate the time you took to write a review for my podcast. So Avery's review is titled My Podcast Queen. And it says, Lindsay, just got done listening to your podcast episode with Cameron and bless it, OMG. Loved that you guys spoke about spirituality, connection to the universe, and how your thoughts are not you. These are such important topics and I'm so grateful that you're covering things like this along with other taboo subjects on your podcast. Been watching you on YouTube since your pink room and I'm a dedicated unfiltered listener every week. Thank you for your dedicated work and for killing it every week with the content. Love you. This review made me so happy. Like it's so kind, appreciative. And um, yeah, that episode with Cameron was one of my favorites of the show so far. I love my guest episodes and I just felt like it was so insightful. I love talking about spirituality and thoughts become things, positive mindset, mindfulness, meditation. So I hope you guys did enjoy that episode that listened to it. And if you missed it, go check it out because Avery Apple Peach says it was a good one. So now let's catch up. Um, The past week has been fabulous. I have had such a great week. May has really started off for me on a positive note. I think as of today, it is May 6th. So we're six, six days into May and she has been killing it for me so far. Like I am feeling so great about just spring heading into the summer. I am really, really happy and um, just feel like things are falling into place and I'll kind of talk about that more in my bops and flops. Um, But as for what else I have been doing this week, once again, it flew by. (laughs) I mean, I've been kind of doing, you know, the same type of stuff. I've also been driving around, listening to music when I need a little like mood boost, or I feel like I need to get out of my house. Last week I went to Target and I think I might've done another errand that night. I don't remember. And I've just been bumping music 
driving around and I feel like that's been really helpful for me to kind of clear my head get out of my space because sometimes I swear you guys like if I don't have anywhere to go especially obviously like right now um, if I don't have to go to like the post office or the grocery store or those little things I sometimes will not drive my car for like four days and it's just sit in my garage and I feel kind of weird when I do that because I'm like girl I'm paying for (laughs) this car I have a car payment every month I have an insurance payment every month um yeah let's get some use out of my car so uh it's been really nice to just get out and have a little moment to myself if the sun is shining I'll like open the sunroof and that's just been great. Other than that, uh, yesterday was Cinco de Mayo, so I had such a fun time. I ended up FaceTiming, or yeah, FaceTiming slash Zooming for four and a half, actually it was almost five hours last night. So I caught up with my girlfriend, Morgan, who is so awesome. I want to actually have her on a future episode of the podcast, and I think we are going to do that um, in the next few months, hopefully. But I caught up with her. She lives in Ohio, and we had a little like... We did a meditation together on Zoom. That was her idea. That was so great. And then we just caught up for like an hour and a half. Um, I made some margaritas in honor of Cinco de Mayo. I literally never drink tequila, but I bought those like little bottles and I made myself a couple margaritas and they were so good. So that was really fun. And then after I talked to her, I got on Zoom with like, it was like four or five or six of us. I think it was six of us um, at the most and it was like my sister and a few of my friends from LA and Emily June popped on for a little bit Morgan was still on and that was so nice and I ended up talking to them for probably two and a half hours um people kind of like popped in and popped off but that was so nice we were all kind of like celebrating Cinco de Mayo together and just catching up and honestly had a really great conversation so seriously I'm so grateful for things like zoom to really talk to or even just like facetime with multiple people i know i say that every week but i really have felt like i've reconnected with friends through this time and it makes me so so happy so i'm definitely wanting to keep that energy up what else has been up you guys um I've been like, this is a kind of a random one that probably like no one cares about, but I have found myself getting back into the process of like getting ready, doing a little bit of makeup, doing my hair. And for a while, it wasn't even really because of quarantine. It's just, I get into this like cycle of working from home and not seeing anybody and not wanting to do that stuff. But then at the same time, it's like, it really doesn't take that long. And I swear this might sound dumb or weird, but my days are actually more productive when I get ready and I don't have to get fully ready. Like I don't have to do full hair, full makeup, full outfit. Even if I just do like one of the three or two of the three, I have more productive days and I feel better when I pass myself in the mirror. I feel better. (laughs) Just, I know it's kind of like a silly thing, but it's just all a part of self-care, I guess you could say. Like, even though, you know, I'm not really seeing anybody. I mean, I might be like FaceTiming with someone or whatever, but other than that, um, you know, not really seeing anyone, but it's still just like that, that practice of getting ready for myself. And I've really been uh, enjoying that more lately. Also, I guess this is kind of another form of self-care is Megan and I have been working out together over FaceTime and we've done it three times in the past week which I think is awesome because that was like including a weekend um, that we kind of took off. So I feel just so great about that. It's been really, really nice to have somebody who's, cause you know, I can think in my head, you guys, like I'm the type of person, especially with working out, I can think in my head, yeah, like I'm definitely going to try to work out like three times this week or like one time this week, like tonight. But honestly, if you don't have anyone holding you accountable, like no one's going to know if you did it or not, it's just yourself. I feel like it's a lot harder for me to be motivated. And a lot of times I'm just like, oh, it's so much easier to just be like, well, now I have to make dinner. And, you know, I encourage you guys, if you are, you know, interested in the home workout thing right now, and that is something that you enjoy or makes you feel good. um, Obviously, you know, that is not for everybody. Um, but I encourage you guys to maybe get on with a friend, get on FaceTime with a friend. You guys can take like an online class together or even just like do your own little thing and chat, um, and catch up. So that's been just so, so great. I've been showing that a little bit in my vlogs. Also, you guys, if you don't know about my Patreon, I am so excited about the content that I've been posting on there lately, and I'm getting close to 
200 patrons, which I know that's not like that many. It's nothing compared to obviously like YouTube or anything like that, but it is really a lot for me of people that genuinely support me every single month. And it's our exclusive little community. I can get so intimate with you guys and really answer your comments and shout out your names and things like that. And I wanted to let you guys know on here that I am doing an exclusive patron only live stream um, when I reach 200 patrons. So, you know, whenever that is in the next few weeks, in the next month, whatever it may be, I'm gonna I'm doing an exclusive live stream for those people only on my Patreon. And I think it's gonna be so fun. I think we're gonna have a little like smoke sesh, a little CBD sesh, answer questions, maybe listen to some music music, maybe drink some wine. It's going to be super intimate and I can actually chat with you guys so personally because there will only be, you know, like a few people on. So I'm really excited about that. So if that interests you in any of, you know, my content, my unfiltered videos, my smoke sesh videos, I do other things besides videos on there as well. I do like audio messages, check in with you guys. I do polls and we have an exclusive playlist for my patrons on there. So if any of you guys are interested in checking that out, it's always linked in the show notes. And now you know what time it is. I know you know it is time for our bops and flops of the week. Okay, let's start off with flops. I only have a couple. Uh, I feel like every week I say the same thing. I'm like, only got a couple, but that's good. But that really is good. Um, I think they're also just like harder to think of. But my first flop is I have been a clumsy bitch. Yes, I dropped freaking an expensive, expensive wine glass. That was not my wine glass. And I still feel really bad about it. Um, the person was really, really cool about it, <laughs> but yeah, it was like a really nice one and it happened so fast. I wasn't even drunk. It was the beginning of the night. It was like after my first tiny, tiny little glass of wine and, um, just, it shattered everywhere. And then within two days I was at my house and I dropped a glass shot glass and that actually went into a trillion pieces on my wooden floor and was just a shit show. And I also feel like I've just been like moving too fast lately and I've been a clumsy bitch. So, I mean, that's kind of a random flop, but it is one that I thought of that I'm just like, God damn it, Lindsay, let's just get it together. All right. My next flop and probably my biggest flop of not only the past week, but the past few weeks is a combination of things. It all involves sleep. So the first part is that I've been having bad dreams. I've been having these dreams where I wake up sweating um, and they are so scary. Literally last night I had a dream that both my ex and my childhood best friend were trying to kill me in my parents' house and I was calling 911. They would not take me seriously. They were like, yeah, we'll be there whenever we can get there. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna die. So weird, but yeah, they never came. 911 never came, but luckily I woke up before I died. But they were basically just trying to break into my room. And I mean, I guess I don't know for sure if they were trying to kill me, but I'm pretty positive. Like that's why they were trying to break in my room. It was very scary, very aggressive. I woke up seriously fucking sweating so much. And that is not even the first bad dream I've had in the past like couple weeks. I've had so many dreams where stress dreams where I wake up sweating and I don't know what is going on with that. I think it might be that I've been sleeping really badly. That's another part of this flop. I've been having horrible, horrible sleep. It has been taking me so long to fall asleep. Like I'll get into bed and I'm just really restless and I don't even know why. Um, so strange and that hasn't happened in a while so yeah i've been having really bad sleep and then once i do finally fall asleep i feel like i've been waking up so much in the middle of the night and having these horrible dreams and i mean it could be it could be worse you know at least i'm like able to get some sleep that's definitely true i'm not like having full ass insomnia but it is definitely proving to be harder for me to fall asleep and that just makes everything kind of sucky because then once you know if I get into bed at midnight but I don't fall asleep till 2 30 a.m I mean I'm not going to be waking up until so much later um you know okay I could go on about this but that's basically the summary 
Uh, we need to see an improvement in this over the next few weeks, Lindsay. That is my goal. Okay, now let's get into my bops of the week. I have some good ones this week. My first one is that I genuinely feel like I haven't been this happy in multiple facets of my life in so long. I feel really, really good about not only my personal life, my social life, even during this quarantine. Like, I don't know why. I just feel so good about those things. And my work life and like what I am posting and what you guys are thinking of me being consistent with my vlogs and obviously bringing you this podcast every week. And I feel like a really good workflow right now. I've kind of figured out, you know, that schedule of content and it feels amazing. Um, I just feel so freaking good with what I'm doing right now. I feel inspired. I feel motivated to keep, keep going and keep consistent and keep posting. And, you know, I have had struggles with this. I've talked about this before. You guys know, you know, back years, years ago, I had like a big burnout on my YouTube channel and, um, I really didn't have any motivation to film. And it was just so weird having that experience for so long. And I don't know, just not like prioritizing, you know, my job and my career and my content. And, I'm just so glad that now, like, I'm in such a different place. Um, obviously, that was quite a while ago. But I just feel awesome. 2020 has really, I mean, I know 2020 has been insane because of the pandemic. But with that kind of aside, um, 2020 has been really good to my um, mental health and to me just kind of, like, I don't know. I've spent a lot of time with myself. I obviously haven't really been traveling and it's, I've just been getting to know myself. <laughs> Not that I did it before, but, um, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but yeah, that's the bop is that I am genuinely really happy with my personal life, my romantic life, my social life, my work life. What are other ones? I already said mental health, which is kind of like personal as well, but, um, yeah, really just, and I feel grateful. And Cameron and I kind of touched on this in our episode, but gratitude um, is so important. And I really have been expressing gratitude to, you know, the universe or whoever is out there listening to me. (laughs) Uh, I have been expressing gratitude for what I have and how um, good I've been feeling and the gifts and the people in my life. So that always, in my opinion, just brings more goodness when you do express that gratitude for even the smallest little good things in your life. My next bop is a financial related one. I had some issues last year with not knowing what my correct like t- estimated tax amounts were going to be to pay last year and so I pay my taxes four times a year because um just as my as my job being like working for myself um it's like qu- easier for me to do quarterly payments t- than to like once a year be like this is the giant large amount that I'm gonna have to come up with right now basically like last year I didn't know the correct amount and this was totally my bad I should have like looked into it more but I got like behind on my tax payments um and I don't think it ended up being due until like April or whatever you know um like actually everything I owed from 2019 but I was behind and so I was really trying to figure out different ways to save and um my job, you have to just be really patient with how long it takes to get paid for things. I've talked about this in my episode about YouTube, but you know, I could do a brand deal in December and not see that money until May or June. Uh, sometimes you might see it in March, you might see it in June. So you really have to be super patient. Um, but finally, like last month or recently, I started seeing money coming in from things I had done in the past and in the past. <laughs> and um, I was able to get caught up on my tax payments. And that was something that really was stressing me out. And without going like too far into it, um, the uh, pandemic has basically cut my YouTube revenue in half. And that's not only me, that's probably so many creators. My sister has also said the same thing. And that's why we're so grateful that we have our Patreon pages um, because truly you guys, without that, I would be struggling so much right now. And um, it's crazy that, you know, I don't even really know why that's affecting YouTube because I'm actually publishing as much, if not more videos than I would be normally if it wasn't a pandemic. 
Um, and it's not even that my views are different. It's just that the ad rates are like half of what they previously were. So I don't know how long that's going to go on. And I don't really know why that's happening, to be honest. Um, I haven't looked into it too much and I haven't really talked to any other YouTubers about it besides my sister. But yeah, our earnings are basically about half of what they would be in a normal month. It was just hard for me to kind of save for a while, but recently I have been able to see the, the is it the fruits of my bearings? Is that the phrase? I don't even know if that's right, but I think it is. The fruits of my bearings have finally uh, come, you guys. And I'm able to, you know, get those taxes done and think about my taxes for this year now. And I'm just, you know, this year, you guys, um, I'm really just focusing more on being smarter financially, uh, which I have tried to do in years past as well. But this is about to be the smartest financial year of my life, you guys, because that's always a good thing to not be super stressed out about. That was kind of a really long-winded bop. I didn't mean to go too crazy, but um, yes. Okay, and my last bop of the past week is that I feel like I've been doing a better job at really trying to live in the moment and enjoy like little moments and just relax and really be in in the moment as I keep saying um and that's hard for me to do sometimes as like a planner as like a person that thrives on productivity sometimes it's hard to just like sit and relax and really feel like I am allowed to fully enjoy this and not worry about things that I have to do later or (laughs) tomorrow or next week um or things that I haven't done you know so um yeah, just not looking forward to that next best thing always and really trying to be present. So I have found that it's been easier to slow down and do that lately and really be present in in the moments. Okay, you guys, that was a little bit of a like long intro this week. So sorry if uh, that was too long, but I was just feeling it. Thank you so much to our longtime sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer, Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. So now let's get into our juicy Q&A. So I took you guys' questions from Instagram, from the podcast Instagram. So thank you so much to anybody who submitted one. I'm not going to be able to answer them all, but I'm definitely going to answer the ones that I feel comfortable with and the ones that I got the most. So let's just uh, dive in. Who knows what's going to happen to you guys? Really anything could happen. Let's get juicy. Okay. I really didn't think I was going to answer this question, but also it's like, why not answer it. Um, and I got, I think I got a couple of this same question, which is how many people have you slept with not judging? So I don't feel comfortable giving my exact number to be completely honest. So I'm going to give a range and, um, please keep in mind that this is literally so personal and different for everybody. And I actually did a whole episode about body count and which is how many people you have slept with. That's what your body count is. Um, and I didn't share mine in that episode. So, uh, but if you do want to check that out, we kind of talked about like that whole concept as well as double standards relating to sex. So check that out. I think it was episode like three or four. It was one of our first few episodes. Like I said, I'm just more comfortable giving a range. So the range that I'm going to give is from 15 to 25. Okay. That is the range I am going to be be giving today. So yeah, uh, I honestly don't think it matters literally at all. Um, and I think it's so different for everyone, depending on how sexual you are, depending on if you've been in a really, really long term relationship for multiple years, or if you've been single since you started being sexually active for most of it. Um, so yeah, it just depends on lots of things, but I feel like that's uh, pretty normal, but also I don't think there really is a normal for something like body count. It is so, uh, just personal. Okay. Next question is what is your favorite munchy snack? 
Oof, oh my god everything tastes so so much better hi i feel like it's not even one thing at least right now maybe sometimes in my life it would be like one thing that i'm obsessed with um but i feel like i have to have something sweet and something savory slash salty i have to have both of those things so probably something that involves chocolate and then something like you know maybe cheesy or maybe um some chips but it can't be anything that's too dry you know because don't want to get dry mouth so it has to be like a nice mix i must say the cheese it snack mix is really 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 good not even in general just like as a munchy snack for me just as like one of my favorite snacks of life that i feel like is underrated it's so good i like it better than just just normal cheese it's like the snack mix hit different y'all so yeah, I def- so I definitely just have something savory like that and then something sweet like maybe ice cream or a milkshake or some Oreos dipped in milk, like any of that shit would be ideal. <laughs> also Taco Bell. Whenever I'm high, I like want to order Taco Bell for delivery. So that's another one. <laughs> Next question is biggest turnoff in bed. So I had to think about this one. Um, And I think it's definitely overall when the other person slash in my experience, the guy, I've only slept with guys, um, just like acts and thinks that it's all about them and all about their pleasure. And like, oh, if when they finish, it's all fucking done, it's all over, like doesn't matter about my pleasure and I will literally like never sleep with someone again if they make me feel that way (laughs) like um my needs and my pleasure isn't important and I think you know obviously if you feel that way and you really like the person and it's not like a good first few times hooking up you can definitely obviously talk to them about it but if it doesn't improve and they don't make that effort to make you feel really good and just make you feel confident and comfortable I think even just feeling comfortable with someone is so important so in general my other biggest turnoff would be not feeling comfortable with somebody um intimately and I feel like typically I wouldn't even sleep with somebody if I didn't already feel comfortable around them um but maybe you know like in years past um I definitely had a little bit more issues with that Another question about sex. I'm just, I told you guys at the beginning, there's so many that are about sex, literally like 85 or 90%. (laughs) And this one is best sex story. So once again, really had to think about this. There is like two that come to mind. The best one for me personally has to be the first time I was able to orgasm. Um, and without going into too much crazy detail, um, I've talked about this in my sex videos on YouTube, which I can't make anymore because they get demonetized, but I made like two last year. And I talked about my struggle with literally until I was like 24, I think. Wait, yeah, 24. I could not like let myself go and get there. Um, with a partner. I could do it by myself, but I couldn't do it with a partner, even if I was so, so, so comfortable with them, with them for a really, really long time. And eventually (laughs) with so much practice and time, it just finally was able to happen. And then literally now it can happen. Not definitely not like every time, but that like broke the barrier for me of not being able to get there and like release, I guess you could say. And, um, I was able to do it from not like from that point on but you know I could I could get there again um like I said not every time it depends on lots of different things for me and I know that's so personal and I also want to normalize the fact of how freaking common that is so only 20 percent it's about 20 percent and that number could be higher or lower but about 20 percent of women report that they can orgasm just from sex and penetration and so that means 80 percent of women can not and do not orgasm just from sex and just from penetration so it takes you know oral or fingers or being in a mental state of being able to get there and it takes time and patience and so many people don't know this and I just want to normalize that because like I said I took me years and years of having sex to be able to finally get there and um that is freaking okay and normal you guys even though it was a long process. We are really already getting deep, you guys. 
I mean, seriously. Losing virginity story. And then in quotations or in parentheses, it says, is that weird to ask about? Absolutely not. I've gotten this question so many times and I think I've talked about it on the podcast. You guys, I can't remember. Definitely talked about it on YouTube. So I'm going to keep it really short. I was 18. It was somebody that I wasn't dating, but I felt like at the time I was very invested in. We were kind of like starting to fall for each other. And it was right before I went to college and, um, I was ready. I was ready to have that experience. It went pretty good. Um, it was, like he definitely made me feel comfortable. It was emotional for me. Um, it was definitely painful my first time. It wasn't necessarily like that gr- that great. Like I didn't feel I would I would say like the experience overall was pretty good because I felt like after um, you know they made me feel comfortable and I was ready and everything like that. I did not feel pressured, um, but at the same time, like I definitely didn't feel like much pleasure from that first experience. Like I said, it was painful, but, um, I was glad that I had that experience. Don't regret it. And that is, uh, summed up my losing my virginity story. One question that's not about sex. Have you and Meg always been close? What about with your parents? Um, so Megan and I became close in like high school, uh, probably when I entered like ninth or 10th grade. And before that, well, we were, we were always close. We were like really good friends when we were children. And then the only time we weren't really that close, well, I feel like we were still close. We just butted heads was when I was like in, when we were both in middle school, you know, I was like a friggin' brat from like sixth to eighth grade, at least maybe even in ninth grade. <laughs> I feel like that's when I got a little bit less bratty, <laughs> hopefully, but that's the only time I can remember us having any like, you know, fights and getting like on each other's nerves. Uh, but I feel like that's really, really normal at that age. So we've in general, we've always been very close. And what about with your parents? Um, yeah, I've always been pretty close to my parents as well. Uh, I talk, you know, a little bit more like deeply about things with my mom. I feel like that's normal. Um, but I'm definitely close with both my parents. I feel like really good about that. Uh, I, th- I mean, I could be even, even closer if we, you know, talked even more and lived closer to each other, but I do get to see them so much. I get to talk to them so often and I do feel close with them. And I think Megan's pretty much the same way. All right, let's keep it going. What is your favorite dating app and how are you liking dating in quarantine? So, uh, I, I made a whole episode about dating apps and the only one that I have right now and the only one that I've used for the last three years is Hinge. Well, I just got Hinge in like two months ago, but I wasn't using them obviously while I was in a relationship. And honestly, um, I have had a pretty good experience so far. Um, I'm like into it more sometimes than others. Like if I actually want to like carry on the conversations with people, I like when it moves over to text because then it's like, okay, we're both agreeing that like, we want to take this off of the app, but how are you liking dating in quarantine? Um, it has been great. <laughs> it's honestly been so good for the most part, except I will say one guy ghosted me, but I honestly am like just dealing with it so well <laughs> because you know, you can overthink and you can drive yourself into a freaking crazy spiral of like why. And I really, 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 really wanted to, um, ask him <laughs> not like, why did you ghost me? But I just wanted to know the reason behind why we, um, texted for so long every single day, like good morning and good night stuff. And then full ghost, Um, but you know what, honestly, I don't think it has much to do with me. I think that's just the type of person that he is. And, um, I'm okay with it because I don't want to get into anything with somebody that's going to do that to someone. So, uh, other than my ghosting, which, uh, I have really been dealing with pretty well, it's been going great. Do you prefer waxing or shaving? Um, I hate waxing. (laughs) Uh, the one time I got a bikini wax, it was the most painful thing in my life. It took like an hour. I cried. It was so painful, so expensive. And I never did it again. Uh, it was horrible. Um, the lady that did it was really nice, but it was so painful. And I was like, this is totally for me, for me. And like my levels of pain, it's totally not worth it if I can just shave whenever I need to. So I definitely prefer shaving, but that is just me. I know a lot of people have a higher pain tolerance, um, and things like that. 
Okay, next question. Sober sex versus drunk slash high sex. This might be an unpopular opinion, you guys, but honestly, for me, I have the best sex when I am sober. Uh, Definitely not drunk. Um, Drunk sex, I just, I mean, I just am not a fan. Um, I'm fine with having sex if, you know, I've had a few drinks, but I would much prefer to either just have like one glass of wine and have sex um, or literally to be sober. That is just because I feel like I can feel the most and enjoy the most um, when I am clear headed and sober. Um, I don't really have high sex anymore, but the times that I have, um, I, I mean, it's fun, but I, for some reason, I'm, I'm a lot more like um, tickly <laughs> and I can't get like, uh, I can't like focus and I get really like in my head about weird stuff. I don't know what it is. So um, I don't really even like have sex high. Pretty much it's either like a drink or two or I really, like I said, prefer sober. And I think it's just so different for everybody. I mean, it just depends on your, how you're feeling. And I think that's totally okay. That is just my opinion. What to you is an immediate turnoff in a guy when you first meet him? Hmm, an immediate turnoff. Um, first thing would be like only talking about themselves and not like asking about you or not like taking interest in um, things having to do with you, like only making things about themselves. I would say that's an immediate turnoff. And then another one would be um, just any sign of like cockiness. I, I just hate it so much. Love a confident man, but I can sniff cockiness from friggin' miles away, okay? And I hate that shit. If anyone shows any signs to me of cockiness and it's not in a joking manner, I am so turned off. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. And I really, like I said, I can sniff it from far away. Next question is, where is a place you would like to do the deed? (laughs) So I guess this is asking like somewhere that I have not that I would like to. And honestly, I don't even know if it would be enjoyable because it's such a small freaking area, but I really want to join the mile high club. Like I feel like it would just be so spontaneous and so freaking fun, even though airplane freaking bathrooms are in this tiniest thing in the entire universe. I still feel like it would be fun to join the mile high club, just, you know, scandalous. So maybe, maybe at some point in my life, if the opportunity presents itself, Maybe I'll join the Mile High Club. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Okay, this is, I guess, a little bit more of an advice question, but it is what to get rid of after a relationship ends. I have a box and I don't know what to do with it. Um, Okay, so I gave everything to my partner, I think. I hard, yeah, I don't think I have any of his stuff. Yeah, I literally went through, it was a very actually, what's the word, like cathartic uh, process for me the day after we broke up. I was like, you know what? If I don't get his shit out now, it's just going to make it so much harder when I'm like getting in my feels. So I put on, you know, breakup bops. I have a playlist called breakup bops on Spotify if you want to check it out. And I freaking, yeah, I got a few boxes because he had so much stuff here. And I freaking went through the entire house and got rid of everything and put it all in my car and dropped it off at his house. It literally took up like my entire car. The amount of stuff he had at my house was wild, but, um, what to get rid of? Oh, I guess maybe you're saying like you have a box of stuff that reminds you of the relationship. Sorry, I think I was reading into it wrong. Like you still have a bunch of his or her stuff. Um, I would say, you know, go through it and be like, you know, does this mean something to me that I want to hold on to or not? You know, you don't have to hold on to something just because, but I mean, if you do feel like you want to hold on to it for a little bit while you're figuring things out, processing things, or maybe you're, you know, a really nostalgic person that would want to look back on stuff like that. Um, then I would say, keep your little amount of things that you do want to have around. Um, but I would put it far away. Like I would put it like at the top of like, not even your closet, but like another closet or somewhere, even honestly, like in the garage or just somewhere far away where you're not going to like think about it much. That's what I would do for myself if I was trying to kind of move forward. But I mean, I think everybody heals and processes things in different ways. So that's just what I would do. Next question is what's your favorite sex toy? 
Um, definitely my OG vibrator. It's like the second one I ever bought. Um, cause the first one was just kind of like shitty. Like it was not that good and it was really small. So yeah, <laughs> I literally just like got it from Amazon. The, my favorite one and, um, love her. I have two. I have like a really tiny, like little finger vibrator that I don't use much cause it's not very powerful. Um, I have a really tiny one like that. Um, and then I have like my other one, it's purple. And, um, that's all I'm really going to say about it. That's my fave sex toy is, um, my loyal, loyal purple vibrator. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next question is how's living alone during quarantine going? Are you really lonely? And, uh, it's honestly, I'm not even just saying this. It is going fantastically. Um, I've talked about that before just cause my life has not really changed that much since the quarantine. Um, and are you really lonely? I am really not, but I feel like I've done a good job. Like I said, of being social, uh, whether it's talking to people on the phone, on zoom, on FaceTime. So that is really keeping me feeling social. And I've just been like occupying myself. Uh, Squirtle is also great to have here. I would be a lot more lonely if I didn't have Squirtle to cuddle, <laughs> but thank you for asking about me. Okay. I like this question. How does one process their hoe phase after they're way past it? Regret slash acceptance, etc. Well, I mean, I think that you should never be hard on yourself for something that at the time, like either you wanted or you needed, even if it's not what you would necessarily do right now. I would say like how to process it. Um, don't have regret. Definitely just be like, you know what? That is what I wanted or needed at that time. And that is totally okay. It's, I mean, seriously, it's so normal and it should be very, very acceptable to have a home phase or whatever it is. Um, and I really don't think you should be hard on yourself at all about something like that, because think about it at the time, that's probably what was, you know, but even if you're, maybe you're going through some stuff or maybe you're just like, you know what, this is what I was, what I want to do right now. And that is something you should not regret. I mean, I don't think. Do you ever look back on your old vlogs and regret things or laugh at your old self? <laughs> this is a good question because um, usually I'll go back maybe like sometimes I'll usually I won't go back farther than like a year typically. Um, but it's weird. The other night I was going through some of my really old videos because I had some issues with like um, I realized that none of my videos had monetization on them on my vlog channel for like over a year. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, I need to probably fix that and go in and like change that. So I had some videos, some really old ones that I had to like look back on. And I was watching some vlogs from like 2014 era. Um, and oh my gosh, like I'm not even trying to be hard on myself. Just like I, <laughs> my like hair color and some of my outfit choices and even just, I don't even know. Yeah. Mostly that stuff. I was like, I really was like, damn, I would not do this again. Or like, I've had a bit of a glow up since then. <laughs> um, you know, but you have to, you have to try out different, different styles, different colors of hair, different. <laughs> um, I don't even know things like that. So yeah, I definitely looked back and regretted some things, but at the same time, it's like you're in those moments where you are like, living that phase of life, you would never know that years down the road, you're going to look back and be like, why did I wear that? Or like, why did I think my eyebrows looked good like that? Or like that much eyeliner, you know what I mean? So it's just like little things. And I feel like most of us can probably relate to looking back and just like cringing at an old photo or, you know, everybody or an old like fashion choice. And I, that's so normal because trends and all that kind of stuff. So try not to be, you know, too hot on yourself. Favorite physical feature in a man, LOL. I really like nice arms. They don't have to be necessarily like super muscular or like beefy. I just want them to be like nice. And like when I grab onto it, you know, like there's something there. <laughs> so arms, they don't, like I said, they don't have to be crazy freaking gym rat arms. I'm not super into that, but just, just a little, a little something to grab onto and feel secure. Um, and then my other one would probably just be like eyes or smile. Um, so this is really not, you know, just one, I guess that's like a top three, but I mean, a good smile goes so far. Like they don't, once again, like doesn't have to be like perfect teeth. Oh my God. Perfect smile. But just like a nice smile, I feel like is important to me. Other than that, I 
am such a sucker for blue eyes or green eyes. I love light colored eyes because I have dark eyes. So it's really like, I'm always seeing just my like, you know, average brown eyes, but I love looking into blue eyes or green eyes, honestly. So I'm just a big fan of light colored eyes on a man. It really, that actually might be my favorite. And then voice too. I guess that's not a physical one, but I love a nice voice. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go with eyes for my top one. Sorry it took me so long to get there. <laughs> All right, next one is craziest hookup story. Okay, I figured out what it was. I was going to say this other one, but this one has to be crazier because I, I was just reminded of this story because um, of the question about the hoe phase. So I had a bit of a hoe phase around summer 2016. I was fresh off of a breakup, you know, so I was feeling that single energy. Uh, it was summertime. I think I already said that. So, you know, I was really, really embracing that single energy, which love that for me. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I basically had hooked up with this guy. I don't even think we had had sex at this point. I don't remember, but we had like you know, hooked up in his bedroom once or twice. And then there was this night, uh, I think it was either a month later, a few weeks later, could have been, it could have been a few months later. Okay. But basically we were at his house, but he was out of town and it was like a group of us. I don't know why we went over there when he was out of town. Oh, I think it was because, um, one of the guys I was with that night was dog sitting for his, um, family. <laughs> okay. So, um, that night, which once again, I don't remember if it was like a month later or a few months later, but that night I hooked up with this other guy in the guy's bedroom that I had previously hooked up with while he was out of town. Um, and that, uh, is silly, but you know what? It happened. Didn't really know where else to go. And I don't think he'll ever find out about it. And I don't think he knows about it. So, you know, it's not that big of a deal. What can you do? It was just that type of a night for me, you guys. And honestly, like I said, I don't think they really know about it or care about it. And I was living my best life. So whatever. Next question is, have you ever experienced friendship breakups? And absolutely, I've experienced a few Throughout the years, um, probably my first one was like in middle school with one of my really good friends. It was super dramatic because it was like my first friendship breakup in like eighth grade, but we were able to actually come back together and be really good friends again. So that was great. It was very dramatic. And then in high school, I definitely had this um, cycle with this one girl where we were like best friends one year and then hated each other's guts the next year and we're like enemies um, on and off throughout high school, which is so weird looking back on, but you know. Sometimes just girl drama, you know, it just gets in the way sometimes. Um, and yeah, we definitely had like a couple friendship breakups and I didn't deal with it that good. It was definitely really hard on me. Um, but once again, we were able to work past it, have we actually had like a really open chat one time when we were, um, a little bit drunk, both of us. And, uh, we like after kind of a lot of, or actually it was kind of in the midst of our drama. We like saw each other and I was not excited about seeing her cause we were, didn't like each other. And I was trying to avoid her, but we saw each other and we had a heart to heart. We talked about it. And honestly, we were able to move past it and become friends and respect each other again. So Love that. <laughs> so I guess, do these count as friendship breaks, breakups if we ended up getting back together as friends? I had one more that happened too with a girl that I was close with. And then we kind of just had a falling out. Um, but you know what, guys? I think it's so normal for those things to just happen. And maybe this person will come back into your life if it's right. But also sometimes you have to accept with friends um, that maybe it's, something going on with them or they are struggling with you guys being so close or they are struggling with something really personal or their mental health. And sometimes you, it just might not work out for you guys to be in each other's lives at that point of time. And maybe they'll come back around if it's, if it makes sense for you guys to come back to each other, but maybe you can embrace that. The fact that Maybe it is better right now to not be in each other's lives, um, especially if there was drama and fighting, because then hopefully you won't have that kind of stuff anymore taking up your 
energy. So, um, yeah, I think we all honestly go through friendship breakups and they are, they are really hard, but time will heal all. I'm going to answer like two more questions because I'm getting to the end here. Um, the first one is what is your opinion of sites like OnlyFans? I guess I don't have too much of an opinion, to be honest. My opinion is that I think that that is so great for people that want to do that. And um, it's not something that I don't think I would want to do, but I'm really private about sexual stuff like that. Um, However, I think it can be such a great way to make money and to be, you know, a freaking girl boss queen if, you know, that is something that you're good at. And people have fucking talents, you guys, okay? Some people are so, (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's definitely safer than, you know, publishing content on like Pornhub or something like that. Obviously, like it's people that are only allowed to see your stuff and your content and your page if they pay for it. So I think that if something like that interests you, I would just be just try to be really safe with it and kind of know what you could be getting yourself into uh, with as far as some creeps I don't really know but at the same time it's like follow your dreams if that's something that you want to do and obviously I encourage people having a side hustle I encourage people making money online so I think if that is a way for you to do it and you feel confident and it makes you feel good and it makes you feel empowered it makes you feel sexy and you're being safe then why not okay and the last question I'm gonna answer is actually not about sex (laughs) and it is you seem to avoid talking about makeup on your channel is there a reason um it's not necessarily that i avoid it but in the past couple years any video i make about like a makeup routine or a get ready with me um or talking about beauty products does really badly um views wise and honestly it's just harder to make that content when i am you know relying on youtube for part of my income so uh and also it's not only that it's that i genuinely like don't wear makeup 90 percent of the time or about six days a week at least i typically don't wear makeup um recently it's been a little bit more but yeah i'm just not i'm not gonna really talk about it if i'm not using it at all Um, and like I said, it just doesn't perform very well when I do talk about makeup. So I'll kind of like show things like if I'm vlogging and I like get a PR package and there's makeup or whatever, like I'll definitely show it and talk about it, but I'm not going to like make whole videos about beauty products and stuff right now because I had that time and that phase with my channel and uh, the time has passed for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not known as a beauty guru gal anymore and, uh, I'm okay with that. I want to be more known as a vlogger and a lifestyle content creator so yeah that is uh the answer to that all right you guys i know this episode wasn't quite as long as some of my other ones of recent but i hope you're okay with that (laughs) and i hope you enjoyed this juicy q a uh there was more questions to answer but i felt like you know we don't want to answer like 500 questions so we can always do future of these episodes and i'm sure that we will we could always do one i mean this one was basically a sex q a but uh, we can always do one that's just sex or something related to sex or a dating q a or um i don't know just whatever if you guys made it until the end thank you so much for listening i do hope that you enjoyed we definitely got personals i shared some things that i've never shared before and it was fun that's why i love having this podcast and having the name unfiltered uh it's just because we we want to talk about this shit okay (laughs) so i it's really fun for me to go into these topics and get you know deep and intimate with you guys so i really hope you enjoyed and there will be another episode of unfiltered out for you guys next week so stay tuned if you made it until the end and you enjoyed this episode and you appreciated it i would love if you left a review for me on the apple podcast app seriously it would mean the world and i hope you guys have an awesome week thank you so much for listening bye you guys